And this is just directional. This is just getting whatever is right in front of it. Okay. That's getting, that's like 360. Oh, this is getting up every, everything. Mm -hmm. Okay. Intro. Oh. Oh, we're recording the intro. Right now? Are we doing it right now? Welcome to Olympia. Welcome to Olympia. The podcast uh, that we never know when it's starting or why we're doing it. Yep. And, or why you're listening. Oh, boy. What's your name? I'm Nicole Ash Bailey. And I'm Chase Roper. Let's do this shit. <laughs> you know what I was just thinking about? What? Things that people write in public restrooms kind of hurt my feelings. Like flush, only toilet paper. And here's a poster about bees. No, one of them's like, I can see you, fuckhead. Like oh. in the voyeur bathroom. Well, this is a weird intro. <laughs> <laughs> so strap on in. D buckle up your ears. Oh. Now you say, well, you, now you have to say one. And then, uh, dude, uh. <laughs> well, so hey, here's our uh, next episode, number six. They yeah. don't care what number it is. <laughs> okay, well. Thinking of something I think to it say. says it on the thing. You don't have to say what number it is. What did What did we do? What did we do uh, yesterday? Went to a show. Yeah, we do a uh, show at Aussies in Seattle. Wait, no, we did uh, we did Scratch yesterday. That's right. And but we weren't going to talk that, about that. Aussies. We did Aussies. Scratch is really fun. Aussies cool. Uh, Natalie Holt, uh, Seattle comedian, runs it, and she's really awesome and yep. funny. Hi, Natalie. You're not listening. Mm -mm -mm -mm. And she, uh, it was cool. It was a lot of, a lot of just, just comedians and you know, that, that happens. It's not a big deal. I like yeah. doing that cause it's, you're all still working on stuff, but there was a drunk, two very, uh, drunk women. One was a dermatologist for some reason. I can't get that out of my head that she was a dermatologist. I don't know why I keep remembering <laughs> things about people that I don't like. Yeah, I remember that they came and sat down um, right after I got on stage. I had told like, uh, I don't think I even told my jokes yet. You told, welcome them with I welcomed, open arms. I welcomed them. I said, come on in. They said, well, they walked in. This is the red flag I should have caught on to. <laughs> they walked into the room and they said, oh my God, is this a comedy show? <laughs> and I said, and then she yeah. started taking pictures of Come herself. sit down. And then started <laughs> Snapchatting pictures of herself. <laughs> And uh, I thought they'll they'll get on board really quick. How many times did you subtly hint that they should kill themselves? Three times. Three whole times. Three whole times. And they caught on well, one of them. Two times. They caught I, on one. Two times subtly. One time directly said, "I wish they would kill themselves." Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. So, uh, this happens at shows where people just talk out, or they're drunk and they don't realize that they're interrupting. Yeah. Um, this particular night, I felt like. Uh, their voices were louder than my microphone voice. So if I started a joke or to tell a story or whatever, four words into it, they were talking over me. I think you, you started like three or four premises. I did. And every they premise were just I started, all they, over it. they would talk all over it. So it, step, it steps all over it. So then I have to talk to them, mm -hmm. see if I can engage with them. And then they would look to me and I think, now I'll get something funny because I'll just talk to them. And they would listen. A couple of words and then just look at each other and talk. Really so I could do nothing. There's nothing I could do. I was so frustrated. My favorite thing was you and uh, they they made fun of me in high school. Yep. 
<laughs> and they did girls like that made fun of me well kind of in high school i don't know maybe uh and <laughs> they probably did but i was really terrified to get up there so they started with uh where are all my ladies at <laughs> oh yeah you went for it you, you, was, you were like where are my ladies at and they and they immediately were like whoa and then you were like periods right <laughs> relatable <laughs> and they immediately were like oh wait what <laughs> And then they listened to you. Mm-hmm. You you could tell some. You you told some bits. They would listen to you. Mm-hmm. And then you would talk. But then and she they got still distracted by that really hot guy outside. Yeah. Oh, and they were talking during my set, and I asked what they were talking about. They said they were talking about me being hot, yeah. and I knew they weren't paying attention at all. Robert Pitney was like, I don't know. Yeah, to reality, exactly. I don't know what kind of scale they're going by. <laughs> yeah, I told I told that to Robert. I was like, they say the guy out there is hot, but then they also said I'm hot. I don't yeah, know. I don't know their ranking system. Their ranking system's What's weird. Their ranking system yeah. for that. You had 37 a 37-year-old really... divorced dad? Yeah, super hot. Guy outside in a peacoat? Also super hot. I don't know why the divorced dad part has to always come up <laughs> in the description that you say to me. Anyways, I'm we're going to do a top secret topic. You had one great line though. They liked the guy in like a weird pink hat and you said what about the No, no, no. She said I said what are you looking at? And she goes, "Uh, that guy outside is really hot." And I was like, "Which one? There's two." And she goes, "The one in the peacoat." And I was like, "What about backwards hat guy? He looks like he has insurance." Yeah, yeah. That was like the line of the whole night. That was so good. They didn't even appreciate it. They were just let's, on Snapchat. Let's do top secret topic. Uh, and this has got a really nice wax seal on it with a music with a music symbol on it. it used to be an old timey dime. Please stop talking about the wax. Okay, I'm gonna open up with no problem at all because I'm really good at opening up envelopes that have been sliced in half. And our top secret topic is something that we are actually uh, an expert on. Mm, what? Uh, it purple. I know about purple. I know all about purple. I know people who know about purple yeah uh i know people who don't know about purple that i like to talk to them about purple like to get the word out mm-hmm. i can see like five things in here that are purple I, I where are you seeing that oh they're behind you there's a poster there's purple on a towel <laughs> purple's a good and, and purple also, is a calm and also color. three other places over there there's like a flower print it's supposed to calm yeah. people down right mm-hmm. isn't that what it is yep um, um rain sometimes is purple if you listen to prince Purple rain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that guy in the shower that did the video of Purple Rain. He's really cool. Purple Rain, the print, the movie that Prince did, uh, based off of his famous song, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, w- really long, unnecessary music video. That movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the first time I saw a topless woman in a movie. Mm. I was five, and I came out to ask my mom for some water, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> that, okay." <laughs> I think the first time I saw like a really attractive lady and I was like, oh, that's it. I think I'm gay a little. (laughs) It was like a workout DVD. It was just this really disgusting looking lady. But I was like, oh, boobs are cool when they're not your mom's. I think that's the thought. I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) I don't understand the context in which I'm seeing these, but it seems different and better. (laughs) Uh... But uh, I, um, speaking of ladies per- and purple, what about you ever seen those ladies that are wearing all purple? Choir, in case you like, get, uh, choir wants to know if you ever seen ladies that wear, wear all purple. Just, around. Just wearing them around I've town. I've seen a lady wearing all purple. Yeah. 
in the sixth grade when I was on a bus. Oh, you were, And then I said out gir- loud, she is wearing all purple and nobody ca- cared. Did you say, hey, Grimace, where's your happy meal? <laughs> you piece of shit. Because <laughs> when you're a kid, you can only make McDonald's references in your insults. I feel like if you're wearing all, all purple, it's a certain type of material. Like if I wore all purple silk, silk and velvet should be purple mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. red, red or purple. But we're not talking about red right now. No. We're talking I'm not a red expert. I'm a purple, purple. expert. How do you make, what's that perfect shade of purple? The blue, uh, to, blue to red ratio. Like, um, what is it? Sudden infant death syndrome? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. This is what I yep. want to paint my accent wall. Sudden, sudden infant. infant death syndrome. Yeah. Shade of purple. Yep. It's I a mean, beautiful it's, color. There's no better purple than Sid's. It's a Sid's sad purple reason, is the best purple. But it's a beautiful color. Yeah. <laughs> and why, do you, why do you want your uterus removed? Because <laughs> it's because it's kind of funky, you know. <laughs> I was gonna go with Guire talked me out of. I was gonna go out with four... getting my uterus taken out. <laughs> he said, "Just get a bunch of abortions." <laughs> yeah, just one. You don't need because otherwise he said you have to get mesh in your. You have to, they have to put mesh in there to hold up your insides. And that just makes me think of like well, a he big doesn't know is your empty inside already. <laughs> Yeah, a cozy hammock for your guts. Yeah, but you know what happens with hammocks? You get all tangled up in them, or like one side falls off, and then you have to like get your buddies to come over and put the other side around the tree, and the knots never work out. And And they're always like, enough with the purple already, Jesus. (laughs) All right, we got clips. Uh, These are all from Vomity, uh, which is a comedy open mic at LaVoyer, Wednesdays at 9 o'clock. For some reason, we're in charge of this show. So apologies to everybody. Last week, Chase had two dinners, mm-hmm. and I drank a quart of milk. Yeah, you know, for comedy. Mm-hmm. Then you spit milk on me. It all makes sense. Yeah. It does, yeah. Oh, Guire, you oh, missed. Oh, Guire just, oh. You missed out. <laughs> you really missed out. He didn't, though. <laughs> he would have left. <laughs> you would have got up immediately. <laughs> so our, our comics on, these, on our clips this week, we have Rachel Walls. And Christine Salvador, and Jim Stewart Allen. That's Don't know it. what you couldn't have, like written it down. He had to use his voice to text for that. Nobody needs to know that. But they do now. That's yeah. the point. Yeah. That's why I said it. I'm gonna. You are gonna be so purpled after this show. That doesn't make any sense. It means you're gonna be a. You're gonna get sudden infant death syndromed. You're, oh, oh, that was a little. It's too far. Can we cut that out? Yeah, can we not? Can we not use the sudden infant death Baby, Babies dying is funny. Murdering your co-host is less funny than babies dying. I found out just now. Does it make it worse that I, like while you're talking, I can hear my chair squeaking? Yeah, it does. <laughs> I'm having a lot of flashbacks to Aussies and drunk girls ruining my life. I hate this. <laughs> I, uh, I'm, I'm single. I've been single for a while now. I've been single for so long that it's kind of starting to get suspicious. <laughs> All right. I, uh, I feel like, you know, that, that conspicuous empty bus seat during rush hour. <laughs> mm, what's wrong with it? 
Like, it looks fine, but nobody else wants it, so I'm gonna assume something weird happened to it. All right. Someone probably peed on it. Okay. That one's super creative, I think. I think it's really creative. It's relatable. I feel like I peed on a bus seat all the time. It's because I'm a 37-year-old divorced dad. I'd pee on Rachel Walls. So, uh, hmm. I have to tell you, I'm in the middle of a toilet paper war with my roommate. Toilet paper war, 2017. Yeah, she wants me to buy more. And I want her to move out. <laughs> move out. Christine Salvador, that was her first time at Vomity. And the first time I've ever seen her. And I haven't seen her ever again. I've never seen her since then. But that, that was, was such only a funny... last week. That was two weeks ago, I think. Well, I don't... I think, I think that, that was, was Sam. Oh, that was, that was Sam's yeah. last uh, time I was in. But she... Uh, I, I, I really like that joke, but I feel like... Uh, she she goes on after that mm-hmm. to into this like whole toilet paper reward system. Yeah, yeah. And I think it like that that joke is strong enough on its on its own. Yeah. Because after after a little bit of the reward system, it's like it's really good. I like that. But joke. it's a good. It's right, a great joke. Right and I love how great. she. I want to move on. Yeah, it's like a cool little song. It's great. <laughs> she, we could get her in here to sing the uh a, like a special edition theme song, but she just says the words move out. Yeah, in it. or just a lot of other really mean things. Yeah, I want you to kill yourself. <laughs> that's too much. That's too much. That's too much. That's too much. Uh, <laughs> that's too much. I can't. You should probably. Guys, what happened to politics? Why isn't it fun anymore? <laughs> What happened, man? In the 50s, it was kind of fun, right? (laughs) Old MacDonald had a farm. Back in 31, (laughs) conditions filled him with alarm. Back in 31, not a chick chick here or a moo cow there, just broken down farmland everywhere. And Farmer Mac doesn't want to go back to the days when there wasn't a moo or quack, to the days of 1931, when there wasn't any bread, when the day was done. Farmer Mac knows what to do. Election day of 52. Gonna go out with everyone in the USA and vote for Adlai Stevenson to keep this farm this way with a vote vote here and a vote vote there and a vote for Stevenson everywhere. For if it's good for Mac, you see, then it's good for you and it's good for me. All America loves that farm. Vote Stevenson today. That's how Dwight D. Eisenhower just won the whole election. <laughs> Jim Stewart Allen. Here we go. Okay. Jim Stewart, I like this because uh, I, I like that he can put uh, things that I don't understand into song. So it's yeah. more enjoyable. We just for learned people like me. We just learned how in the fifties, Adelaide Stevenson lost to Dwight D. Eisenhower because he <laughs> sang a stupid song, and Dwight D. Eisenhower was like, "What the fuck is this? I win." <laughs> Tim Stewart Allen's a genius. He sang another song after that. That was two weeks ago, and then last week also sang a, a song. 
He's really getting elbow deep into those. Guire cut last clip and then told us for like 10 minutes about his roommate Marxist manifesto. Oh no, we have a clip. I mean, we have a uh, we have a, a right, segment. Right? Don't we? We just told you we had a segment. Oh, have a segment. Or do you want to do it with Sam? What was going on at the beginning of the show when I said it's time for your segment? Oh, what's that? We were about some show you want to not know. No, that's our that's our oh, okay. that's our opening All of the right. show. And then just like that episode where we we you called her I mom. Just do it. Oh. <laughs> okay. All you have to do is. Put this. Put the little intro-y music. It's, it's short. It's short. <laughs> wait, wait. What was the last thing that we were gonna say? We can do it in the next episode. Text it. I did it. We can do it in the next episode. You no, know let's have a segment where like Guire. Guire yells at us, and everybody yeah. gets to hear about it. Yeah.